0: We are Spry, a group of remote digital marketers who want you to succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Our curiosity drives us to constant learning, and that learning leads to constant teaching. So come along with us on the Spry Space podcast where we share what we know, learn what we don't, and do it all wherever we want. Hello and welcome to the Sprite Space podcast. I'm Lacey and today I have Miss Jessica here with me. Hey everyone. Okay. So this month long, we are talking all about leveling up your Instagram. Last week, we talked about bio and feed strategies, which I was disappointed to learn didn't have anything to do with snacks. And this week we are doing story strategies. So can you tell me a little bit about the research you've done, Jessica?
1: Yeah, definitely. On a personal level, I love Instagram. And then as a social media manager, I love taking advantage and like using Instagram to its fullest capabilities. Yeah. So I did some research on Instagram stories and I don't know about anyone else. But to me, stories are like super addictive and they're just um, irresistible. Like whenever I see like a bunch of stories, like it's so hard for me not to click on them. So Instagram mm-hmm. really got it right with just making it impossible not to resist.
0: I'm on a similar vein as you because Instagram's my favorite platform right now. And Instagram stories is my favorite part of Instagram. I go there. What? I don't know four or five times a day when I'm taking a break from things, when my brain is a little fried out and I just need to consume a little content instead of being creative, and I will watch all the stories of the people and brands that I care the most about every day.
1: Same. And it's so easy to get sucked in. You're like 30 minutes goes by and you're like, oh, wait, I was just looking at all these Instagram stories.
0: (laughs) So one of the things that we're thinking about as we're looking through the topic of leveling up your Instagram, right, is If you've been doing stories consistently, but you're asking yourself, what am I doing this for? Like, I'm not getting much engagement. You know, that's one of the big things that we're going to try to accomplish today is give you some strategies that you can implement to increase the amount of engagement you're getting on your posts. Correct?
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay.
0: And you have about five points that you're going to take us through, five different strategies. So let's go ahead and just start with number one. Yeah. So number one is post different content on stories
1: than you would on your feed. So Instagram stories, to me, it seems like a platform within a platform. There's a different strategy to it. There's kind of like a different protocol for posting and the types of posts that you would put on Instagram stories. So I like to have and I love to see a nice pretty Instagram feed but then on stories you can you don't have to be as polished. You can be a little bit more authentic. You can post you know, videos and more kind of behind the scenes, which is awesome for a brand or a business because you can just be very transparent with your customers and just send a message. And it doesn't have to be pretty and perfect when you post something.
0: I see a lot of people, part of their story strategy is just sharing their feed post to their story. Talk about that. Is that not enough? To me, that seems a little bit lazy.
1: I would say don't do that, but if you are going to do that, add a little bit of flavor to it. So add flavor. I
0: like that. Yes.
1: Add a little bit of flavor. So maybe some interaction features such as questions or polls or some interactive emojis, just to add a little bit more something to it. You know, you want to provide and post something of value. So it kind of goes, you want to add a little bit more to it than just like, Oh, I just posted this to my Instagram stories.
0: That makes perfect sense. Okay, so that's number one. I, You know, it's funny with, with stories too, what I do like about it, and I'm an editing, uh, you know me. <laughs> yes. I I am an editor through and through. I want things capitalized properly. I want things spelled properly. I want grammar in proper places. You know where I don't care much about it? stories yes you know if somebody had a misspelling on a story i would let it go i would be fine with that because it goes away it is what it is
1: for sure and i've seen that with other people too where there's like a slight misspelling i feel like i'm more forgiving because i'm like oh i get it yeah like it's not a big deal like if if you're rushing through to get a story up and you spelled something wrong versus if it's in a post i feel like it's it's like oh whoa there like there's a misspelling it's not as big of a deal to me at least
0: You know what's funny is it's almost charming when it's (laughs) in a story. It's like, oh, this is authentic. You know what I mean? Like, this is genuine. This is a real behind the scenes look. I don't know. Charming misspellings.
1: (laughs) Totally. And then I see a lot of people who don't capitalize on their Instagram stories when they're posting sentences. I don't know if you've seen that. And I've also seen that. Also in feed posts too, where people just don't capitalize the first letter. Have you seen that
0: as well? You know what? I saw that too. We've been talking a little bit about the Seattle Kraken lately because they just launched a new brand for the hockey team out of Seattle. And one of the posts that I used as an example in our webinar, the whole post said Kraken up over here and nothing was capitalized, no punctuation. So kind of interesting.
1: That's really interesting. I've also seen that on LinkedIn. I can't remember the name of the company, but... Everything on LinkedIn was not capitalized, and it definitely made me stop and just, like, take more interest, which was interesting to me.
0: Yes. Okay, so let's move on to number two.
1: Yeah, so number two is always have a purpose, and this should go for any content that you're posting online. I think it's so much more valuable if you just really understand the purpose behind why you're posting something like what is the value that you're putting out into the world and that your customers would get something from. So you never ever want to post something just to check a box and you never want it to be perceived as you're just kind of getting a post up to check the box.
0: You know what it does too is it actually adds this little checkpoint like before you put out a piece of content because sometimes people are impulsive and especially on a platform like Instagram stories that is so short lived and there's limited risk and that kind of thing. People might be quick to just put something up because it's fun or because they like it and you know, you have to really ask yourself, does this serve a purpose? And if you can put that checkpoint in, it's going to increase the value of your content for your followers.
1: 100 percent yeah it's a nice filter to go by whenever you're posting anything and if you think about it the brands and businesses that you follow you follow them and you come back to them because they're valuable, they're putting out valuable content. So it's such a great way to build an audience if you're you know, using that filter to post something that's valuable.
0: Okay, I like that. So put that little checkpoint in your mind before you post anything, just ask yourself the question, is this valuable? Answer it. If it has a good answer, go ahead and do it.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay, so what's number three? This one is my favorite, just to say.
1: So number three is having multiple slides, creating a story arc. I love stories, so stories are very fleet. Meeting. So you click on one and you know if it's not memorable you forget about it instantly. So having multiple slides that kind of draws somebody in and it prompts them to click to the next story that is a great way to not only be memorable, but to just keep them looking at your stories.
0: What I like about this idea of creating this story arc, and I made it up, but I call them story sessions. Like when you have multiple slides in one story arc, I call that a story session, right? So maybe I've got four slides in my story session. People's behavior patterns. If you think about how people are actually using Instagram stories, they are using their thumb on the right side to go to the next slide, right? That's the most popular behavior pattern. If they don't like your content, they're swiping to go to the next story, right? If you have only one slide, and that's the main message in your story's content, then it's probably gonna get skipped because people have this habit pattern of pushing the right side of the screen over, over, you know, clicking to the next thing. And so what I like to do to create this story arc is have almost like an introductory slide. Yes. Like, guess what? Or have you heard, dot, dot, dot? So that they're clicking to the next one and that's the meat.
1: Absolutely, yes. I love using that too, like especially using some sort of question or just some sort of hook to get them in to spike their curiosity is super, super effective. I follow a skincare company that just nails this every time. They'll do like skincare tips and they'll have probably like five or six story slides, but it's all really useful information. Like you have to click on the next one to get like the full picture of information. So they do a really, really good job of just taking advantage of this one
0: if you could create a format for it it's like you have one that's like your introduction you have uh, three bullet points and then maybe you have like a closing that has some sort of engagement piece with it you know what I mean
1: Yeah. It's like, you can't go wrong with that, with that framework.
0: Okay. So I love that for number three, having a good story arc with multiple slides. What's number four?
1: So number four is including hashtags and location tags. This is a little trick with Instagram stories. So when you're posting to Instagram stories, you can actually hide hashtags and location tags kind of behind the image. So it's a little bit more hidden so you can reach more people, but not create too crowded of a story for people.
0: Okay. So can you tell me just for fun, this is going to be fun to hear you say out loud, but how do I get it behind my post? How do I get the location tag and the hashtag? How do I even get it behind my image? That's a great question. So
1: (laughs) hard to explain this without a visual, but I know I'm excited to hear you try. (laughs) I'll get my best (laughs) shot. Basically, so you go up to the top and you add location. So you add your location tag, and then you can add your hashtags. And then it's kind of tricky, but you have to click on the top image to, to bring it to the front. And then you have to either make it bigger or make it smaller to hide. The other hashtags and locations behind it. So it's a nice, pretty, pretty visual. You,
0: you did pretty well.
1: It's a always, B. B plus.
0: I'll give you a B. B plus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What what's always frustrating for me is that as soon as you put in that location tag or hashtag, it like puts it in the center, like on top of the photo, yeah. and it's usually too wide, right? It's like wider than the photo, so I've got to move it off of the image. I've got to change the side. Then I've got m- the size. I mean, I move it off of the image. I make it smaller. I move it back onto the image, and then I click the image again to put it on top. Yeah, the pretty much it. <laughs> It's wild. I can get super frustrated, especially if I've got like a sticker that I'm adding on top and I accidentally touch the photo and now the photo's on top and my sticker's hidden and I have to move things around to get them back in the right order.
1: OK, that makes me feel good that you're struggling with that, too, because I constantly struggle with that because I'm like, is this should this be as like finicky as it is? Because I feel like one wrong touch and like the image that you want on top is not there anymore. It's just like very there has got to be an easier way to it.
0: It's so frustrating. frustrating. In those moments, I am so grateful that I care so much about personal development and positive self-talk because otherwise I would be throwing things.
1: (laughs) It's so frustrating. And then you try to line it up perfectly and it's just
0: not happening. And you accidentally tap the wrong thing and then you have to do it again. Yes. (laughs)
1: It's
0: the worst. Okay. So that's basically a way to optimize your Instagram stories, right? Because when you start putting location tags and hashtags, the purpose of that is because when people are actually searching for content in those location tags or in those hashtags, your content becomes part of that feed. So your content is going to get seen by more people if you have those location tags and hashtags on your posts. Definitely. Okay, great. So let's move on to number five.
1: This is the last one, number five. Yes, so number five is take advantage of the interaction features. So that could be the polls, the questions, anything that is interactive with your audience. Uh, this is such a great way to solicit direct feedback from your customer on you know what kind of content they wanna see, what kind of products they wanna see. And it's awesome too, because it's one-on-one, they can send you the feedback and then you can also repost feedback too. So other people can see like what your customers are saying. There's a local company in Portland, Portland Gear, and they do a phenomenal job of doing this. Oh, I follow them
0: too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so
1: they're awesome with like getting a poll and getting kind of buy-in from their customers on like what they want to see for the upcoming season. So I love it. They'll post a red T-shirt and a blue T-shirt, and they'll pull their audience to see like what kind of styles do you want to see this fall, and like what kind of colors, and like what kind of texture. And it's awesome too. It's like a win-win-win because the customers feel heard. You're getting really valuable data and insight, and you're just kind of interacting with people and just really taking advantage of the community aspect of it.
0: Do you notice that stories get more overall engagement than posts? Or let me talk specifically about like substantive engagement, like actual comments and that kind of thing.
1: It's hard to say. I think it depends on the account, but I definitely think stories prompt more engagement. And I would probably venture to guess like overall, stories probably get more interaction.
0: You know, I think I have a theory. Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's hear it. Um, Because Instagram is such a visual heavy platform and because it is much more positive of a platform, right? It's not like Facebook where people are having this heavy dialogue in the comment section and they're responding to each other and fighting and fighting. Fighting, right? And so what I think is that if people have an actual opinion, a strong opinion that they want to share and you're asking for it in stories, they feel much more comfortable because it's a more intimate conversation that's happening. Yes. It's only one-on-one, just like you said. When you ask for their feedback on a story, it isn't public. Exactly. It's private. Mm-hmm. And so I think that with the platform and the behavior patterns that people have on instagram they're more likely to be giving those opinions on stories because it's private and they're not having to have a public discussion about it
1: absolutely yeah that's huge because i feel like i'm more inclined to respond to people's stories versus commenting on a post or liking a post because it's a nice personal touch it feels really intimate it's different than like a dm because obviously you can still have a personal connection but It's fun because you can comment on one specific story or like one specific post versus like a DM, you know, it's harder to do that.
0: Okay, that all makes really good sense. I'm so glad that we got to talk about this topic. We haven't talked really about Instagram story strategies in Spry yet, and it's something that we're doing more and more and more. So I'm really glad to have this content. Did you learn anything new as you were working on this piece specifically? So what I
1: learned from doing my research on Instagram stories is you know, to not really be afraid, because sometimes I at least get caught up in like, oh, you want the feed to be beautiful and perfect. And there's something with Instagram stories where it's like it disappears after 24 hours. So doing research made me think and just kind of prompted me to like, why not post a little bit more for clients and then on my personal stories just to kind of take advantage of it. And it's fun and it's interactive and it's great.
0: I like that. Anytime that we can lower our um, fear levels through research is a win, I think.
1: <laughs> oh, totally.
0: <laughs> okay. So at the end of every Spry Space podcast episode, we like to talk about where we've been working lately. So Spry is an all remote team. So Jessica, have you been working anywhere interesting lately?
1: I actually have been working somewhere interesting. Last week, my boyfriend and I decided to work from Hood River, which is probably about 40 minutes from Portland. And they have a central office co-working space there and so I rented it for the day and it was only $35 and I found this desk and a beautiful view and it was awesome just to work somewhere new and we went out to breakfast and it was just really fun to to work somewhere different and somewhere new and just get, get out of the apartment.
0: Was it easier or harder to focus out there in a new space?
1: You know, I actually found it easier to focus. I feel like when I'm in a new space, I, I'm i just recharged with focus and energy. And I feel like I get stir crazy and that's when I can't focus. So when I'm in a new space, I can just really hone in and get a lot of stuff done.
0: I like that. I think especially because you did it intentionally, you know, you're like, I'm going to intentionally go to this space and get this work done. Whereas when we're in our normal spaces, there's these normal day-to-day distractions that sometimes pull us from. What we're trying to accomplish. Absolutely. I was going to
1: say do you work better focused when you're in a new environment?
0: In my perfect situation, I can't do my perfect situation anymore, unfortunately, with everything as it is. But my perfect situation is spending two hours one place, two hours another place, two hours another place in any workday. I'm like, okay, at this spot, I've got two hours and I'm working on this task. Now I'm moving to the coffee shop and I'm going to do two hours here. Now I'm moving back home and I'm going to do two hours of this, you know. Same. Um, I miss that very, very much right now
1: yeah that is my ideal setup too like there's just something about going to a new space and just kind of being filled with more creativity and I feel like our coffee shops open around where you are
0: yeah but it's mostly like outdoor seating and so you know that's fine if it's fine but if it's not you know if yeah. there are other things about it it's just not it's not as easy to focus it's it's just not the same <laughs>
1: I know, I'm coffee shops are not open around where we are and I'm dying. And so I have actually driven out to Beaverton like a suburb, which is like 20 minutes away just to work from a coffee shop because I miss them so much.
0: Yeah, it's it's nice. I, I hope I don't know. I just I really miss my favorite work style. I hope it'll come back soon. Yes. Same here. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody coming in and listening. We hope that this is super helpful. Biggest piece of advice. If you aren't doing any Instagram stories yet, what the heck? Just start doing something. Just try and improve little by little by little. There's such little risk and it's so fun to start to see the kinds of things that you can get back from people when you just put it out there.
1: Uh, yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. Well, if you like this content and you want to hear more from us, where can you find us?
1: You can find us at thinkspry.com and we're on all social media channels as ThinkSpry.
0: And we would love to invite you into our SprySpace Facebook group where we invite anybody who manages social media accounts to come and troubleshoot and brainstorm and just get some support from a community of people who are doing something similar to what you're doing. Okay. We will talk to you all very soon. We hope you have a wonderful day and we hope that you keep learning. Thanks, everyone. Bye.